Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Rolling with Chaos. With me, your host, Ray Sage. Tonight, we have a reoccurring guest and a new guest. Ladies first. I'm Aura, and I am playing Alicia Harper, the Warlock. Now, we have we also have Will with us. Yeah, okay. Hey everyone, name is Will. I play Natubo, the druid. Eric Croker. Yeah, there we go. Okay, chicken wing. Okay. Yeah. Now, welcome both of you. It's nice to see you again, ma'am. It's good to see Will. you again, too. Thank you. And Will, it's good to see you on the show finally. Oh, finally. I like where this is going. Yeah. I knew you would. So, when we start, why don't you tell us a little about your character? As much backstory as you want to give, or as little you want to give? Of my character? Yes, of your character. Ah, well, I'm new to terrain. I got pulled through a rift or portal, if if you want to call it that. Uh, Let's see. Backstory-wise, as a young lad, my character was really interested in the forest. His, his, uh, actually his direct focus comes from his old master. It's his talents. I wear it in a, as a necklace for my character. Um, besides that, I'm a fisherman by trade. So I also put that as my character's background. I am the party's fisherman. So, yeah, I I mean, I've always been a big fan of uh, nature and everything. So, and I've always wanted to be a druid, but I've always been told to play a barbarian or a fighter because of some other background. We'll get there some other time. But anyways, but yeah, that's pretty much how I came up with this character. I pretty much based him off of myself. Minus the wings, of course. <laughs> Very interesting. You don't really get that that much. So, Will, how long have you been playing D and D? Ooh, off and on since I was thirteen, and I'm thirty-two now. So for a little while, I got interested. I got interested in D and D. I first played uh, my uh, with a LARPing group first and then got introduced to d d hmm. that, that, that actually sounds interesting for some strange reason. Does the LARPing help you with uh, the roleplay aspect of it at all? A little bit, but I was also a theater kid, so I kind of have that as a background as well. Theater rocks. 
Yes. Yeah. That's something that I've noticed. A lot of theater kids end up playing D and D. I wonder why you get to act out a character with no lines. You know. Yes, the perfect show. Everything ablibbed. So, I'd go to that show. <laughs> yeah, so would I. But we heard uh we heard someone call you uh chicken wing earlier. And we yes, know that's your that's... nickname. You you, you you wanna tell all the people how you got that nickname? I can think of two different ways uh that I might have gotten it. What when I got introduced to the party and scaring everyone with my flight in. Or when I decided to quite literally be a chew toy for one of the characters that we were fighting against one of our uh, lovely beginning of our story. Was it the dragon guards or I, I forget what they're called, but the the dog dragons that, that were there were just gnawing the hell out of you. And so in my notes, I literally put chicken wings. It's like I didn't want to just like have to think about how you dispel air broker every time. So I'm like chicken wing, chicken wing, chicken wing. <laughs> yes, I went stuck. Up, I'm sorry. I went up against a, a creature I'd never seen before in any of my D and D games, so I didn't know that they were immune to poison and stuff like that. And so yeah. It was an interesting experience. Oh, I bet it was. I bet it was. And I'm sorry, the name stuck. So the curiosity killing. So the curiosity killing the cat. It almost killed the bird, man. Yeah, but you learned a valuable lesson. Oh yeah. Don't try Always to pick yourself trying... to, to no. dragons. Always try and see if you can get more info on the beast before you start fighting it. Yes. And then don't try feeding yourself to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, leave that. Leave that to the barbarian. That's what he's there for. I think he was already so, pretty well crunched from the harpies. True. That was a debatable moment as well. <laughs> And, okay, you've been through the campaign so far from the beginning. Yes. So yeah. far, what part have you loved the most about it? Ooh, the most? Um, honestly, when I made that sign for Benji was probably my favorite part. Uh, honestly. Because that's when I came out of my comfort cell and started actually performing as I would like to do. Hmm. And I have to say, that was actually a very irritating, entertaining bit of you with the side. I almost got arrested, That so that was fun. Yeah, it was. So, maybe down the line, you're probably going to uh, multi-class with the uh, Bard? Uh, actually, I was thinking, oh, this is, might be a little bit, but of multi-classing with Rogue. 
druid and rogue. That that, At least that could be how to steal things. Because <laughs> she's part. She's um, a couple levels rogue. Mm, true. Essentially, I just corrupt him. Yeah, that would Whoa. be. Me and the DM already went over a scenario, not trying to ruin anything, so we'll see what happens. Okay, interesting. And so, for both of you, last, last session, mm-hmm. how did that oh, go? That a whole bunch of Holy shit moments, in my opinion. Um, I know for the spider thingamabobs, I fucking hate spiders. And DM knows that, and so he like, throws all the spiders at me all the time. Every campaign, he's throwing spiders at me. Hate him. <laughs> but um, how he was uh, able to, what, uh, you got towards, you like cut him off, right? When they were the last one was trying to escape, if I remember correctly, yes, the, and then the I shot, yes, I and then I shot him down with my crossbow. So we did some pretty good teamwork there. Yeah, but then we had our boss battle, and I almost did major damage to you. <laughs> oh, that was interesting. Hey, okay, okay. We, I ended we up have... stealing the gem between my thighs. <laughs> We need some more information on that one, Will. Oh, well, I I know it's I know that it spells goblin, but reversed it. Yeah. Our neurobog. Either way, we had we went went up against one of these little creatures, and I fell my uh, wisdom save, and ended up being it's puppet and well i almost massacre era era sorry i thought it was um wait which yeah no it was you i swung it made me swing at you i forget for a nice whopping of like 13 (laughs) or something like that most damage I did all that night. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, that must have been uh, really exciting for uh, for you. Oh, oh, it kind of was. No, no, right when she realized, oh yes, that was me that got hit. She lit up and she was smiling and she was happy. It's like being happy about getting hit by your own teammate. Wow. Hey, at least at least it wasn't as bad as you know haunting the DM and hitting them extremely hard. I mean, Benji will eventually learn not to taunt the DM. And, and given I I taunt the DM in other ways, just for shits and giggles, I know better than to challenge the DM to get in my ass whooped. <laughs> yes. Never challenge a DM. We've all learned that lesson. Some more yep. than others. 
Okay. So, do, well, does your character have a crush on any of the female characters? Or any of the male characters? Uh, or NPCs, for that matter. Let's get it all covered. Uh, I would say my... No. I would say my character is starting to actually have a small crush on Tara. But is upset because she's not the same race, so... Yeah. So it's more of a friendship crush. Unrequited love. Yeah. Always an interesting type. Yeah. Well, it's mainly because, you know, she has some of the similar interests, you know, nature, you know, all this love for animals. So my character was starting to kind of like her. But, yeah. So we keep it in a good friendship level friend zoned yourself <laughs> yeah it, it's yeah. natural of my race that so, always happens yeah you always have to have at least one friend zone character out of the whole party just to keep it well balanced hell Asahi got so friend zoned they left the party <laughs> Was not intentional, I do believe. Maybe I can't speak for people that are not here, but I feel like it wasn't intentionally. Yeah. No, but last session you guys went for four hours. <sighs> How exhausting is that for both of you? That, uh, that's probably why it, I forgot who he hit, because that was towards the end of the battle, the the night, and I was just already like trying not to yawn and and everything, and uh, I was just like, after a while, so I just shut down, went to bed. <laughs> I'm kind of a vampire, so I was still waking up. That would explain a lot. And then you hear my kid in the You're background. Full of energy at night, Will. You're always full of energy, I see. I try to be. Now, well, because I asked last week, I have to ask you this week. If someone wanted to get into playing D&D, what would their best choice in... <laughs> class and race B. Whatever comes natural to them, whatever they feel like is pulling on their heartstrings, go with that for class. Race? Oh, for me, I would say personally, Dark Elves are the race that I pull towards because of the mystery, the, you know, whatever, you know, you can build yourself into. So, let's say you're a very energetic person and you like to be very bouncy. I would say a good race for you would be probably 
well, I don't know what they're called in D&D, but Skyrim, they're called Khajiiks. You know, they're... Tabaxis. Tabaxis, okay. Is Tabaxi or Tabaxi? I, I call it Tabaxi. Because I notice in D&D, they're more up in the hyperness. You know? I, and I could, I could att- uh, agree with that just for the fact that Aura was originally a Tabaxi in Elton's uh, first campaign on terrain. And she was just so chaotic, like stupid chaotic. And she'd climb up on roofs and avoid people and they'd have to use uh, a sword as a laser pointer reflecting the sun onto the ground to get her attention. So, yeah. Sounds like that would be an interesting character to uh, to see. That would be kind of not even gonna lie. If he ever brings her in for like a cameo, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna probably laugh and lose my shit right then and there because I'm gonna know who it is and I'm not gonna be able to do shit about it. <laughs> the way I'm seeing it, if 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 he does bring her in, Will's character might have an issue. The cat and bird scenario. Yeah, I can see it. Especially if he has anything shiny he's wearing. He's fine. He, she will track your ass down and bounce it just like quick to get that shiny. She literally stole the, the rings off a, a town sign leaving town because they were shiny enough. Nice. She stole the yeah, talk about a klepto. So, okay, we've talked about if someone wants to start playing, what would be a good race and class? But if someone wanted to start playing, where would be the best place that they could really start at, besides just getting the books? Local card shop would be the best. That's what it, I was just going to say. Or even... Find a group on Roll20 or whatever, you know, find a Discord group and join in on a one-shot or something. Research before you join. Make sure you understand the background of the game and stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, because I've when I first started playing, I was the quiet one. Even when I was playing a one that's supposed to be charismatic. I was the quiet guy of the group. Mm. So, would you agree that to start playing, you do teach yourself to come out of the comfort zone? Well, if you don't have a background, let's say, on theater or any, you know, background, I'd say the choir, band, anything that you'd have to perform in. If you don't have any of that, though, I would say get with your friends, you know, before a game night and go and talk with them. Even if they're complete strangers, try to interact with them a lot and get to know them before you get into a game section to help ease yourself into, okay, I can be comfortable with these guys. Or gals. We got hella lucky with the group we have because we kind of just all jumped in head first and it worked. 
Yeah, but and we're also experienced players. Really new. I, again, I would, I, I've played with people who've been playing longer than I have who turned me off of the game because of how they acted. I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, like, literally one of them stole money from the party to buy drugs to get everybody addicted to the drugs so they could buy more. And they, they've been playing hella longer than I have. And I literally, like, I, I'm dropping out. Because I can't deal with this. This is... And it's just like every session, it was just building and building and building on top of that mentality that this person had. And they literally uh, tried joining in a couple other campaigns that I was involved in. Same character, same name. Same mentality. Every single campaign. And I just I just refuse to play with that person. Understandable. I'd be the exact same way. Yeah, no. So having experience and not having experience doesn't matter if, you know, you're that type of person. True. You still got to be respectful to everyone that's mm -hmm. around you. I agree. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to make that all dark and and no, bring the whole conversation good. down. That's okay. Because <laughs> we can bring it right back up. Woo! <laughs> I was going to ask him, but now I forgot what it's going to be. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's not your fault. It's my fault. Because I was supposed to write it down, but I didn't. Some of the best questions aren't written down, so. True. True. But no. If you had to pick a point, Will, throughout the whole campaign, besides the sign, what was the okay. most interesting bit to roleplay? Oh, actually, this last section, the whole spider fight, when when I was able to bring down the spider for the party, I felt great about that. I, you know, just being, just being the team's reach was awesome. Granted, yes, I have an archer. I have little Miss Crossbow over here as well. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> but being able to actually use my character's flight ability and such—that's that's a whole different yeah. level. Like actually bringing the character to life in battle was probably my favorite. Yeah, that, that's always fun to have, and. uh for you, ma'am, what has been for last for last week's session? What was your favorite part of it? I'd have to say the last bit right before uh, uh, Benji dealt the final blow. How we were just trying to figure out how to hell how the hell to get the gem out of the 
the stone and we're just all screaming at each other like do this do that do this and it was just basically tuck between the legs sit down and no mage hand can get through that type of thing but to the utter chaos that we are all just in that was hilarious i think tara got hit with like worse on the the praising the thing and if I remember correctly, um, it actually may affect that they may think it's a god still to this day, like even after type of thing. Hmm, interesting. That would be hilarious. Yeah. No, but, um, so, what was it again? Oh, and also finding the magic missile bow for um, Tara. Oh. That was awesome. Yes. I had good investigation, and I'm like, ooh, I see some. Try this. <laughs> I'm not proficient in it. Try this. Just shoot the damn thing. <laughs> okay. Now I remember what it was. What do you both find better when you're... Uh, when you're RPing, the RP side or combat side? Or a mixture of both? I love them both. Yeah, I, w I would have to say both as well. Because with the combat, you're all on the edge of your seat. You're excited. You're waiting for that roll. And then when you hit that nat 20 or something, you're just like, yes! Or when you hit that nat 1, you're like, oh! Just the whole roller coaster of emotions that go with rolling and seeing what fate has in store for you. You have anything you want to add on to that, Will? No, that pretty much sums it up. I mean, besides the role-playing part, I being able to go like into taverns or whatever and interacting with NPCs is quite interesting to do as well. Or even just the interaction between party members. Some of it's like heart wrenching. Some of it's like, you know, you another roller coaster of emotions that could be brought by just how someone says something is amazing. You can't wait there. Well, where do you both hope? The campaign leads you to. That's uh, hard because it's kind of like just we got to roll with what we're we're tossed, you know. No, but I mean, like, do you hope you're able to, you know, do what you set out to do? When you set out to do nothing. <laughs> And you're just True. Going, True. like where, literally wherever the wind blows, Alicia, they're going. You know, finds a friend. Like, it's like okay, I'll hang out with you for now. Do, 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 do. Literally, actually, just a drifter. Actually, for Natubo's uh, point of view, I wouldn't mind opening up my own Druid school after the whole like missions are all done, and you know, setting up. Maybe for a future character down the road or something. 
That would be cool. Yes, that would be very cool. Especially when you're not from terrain originally and just being able to set down those roots and flourish in a planet that, you know, or a world that you never even knew existed until you flew through that rift. Right. That would be pretty cool. So, for your character, he's not concerned about going back home. He was kind of an outcast where he was at. After his uh, his uh, mentor died, all the other kind of left him alone. He would just go out, fly, took take out fires and stuff. And that's actually what what got me into train. I was on my way to put out a fire, and then the rift opened up, and I flew through it. No, no, no. As, Sorry, the as, well as, I'm, as well as I'm getting to know the rest of the party, no, I, I don't think I would want to go back to where I came from. That's a fair answer. And a good one. But we come now to the saddest part of the evening. The part where we have to say goodbye. Now, it was good having you both on tonight. You guys are welcome back anytime. I'll try and make up some new questions and get the staff to you as well. But it was great having you guys. It's great seeing you guys. It was a pleasure. Good. Good luck in next week's session. I can't wait to see what we get. Oh, yeah. Yes, it will be interesting. But for everybody else watching, thank you for showing up. Thank you for tuning in. See you all next week, about 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Just like any other, just like every uh, session. You never know who's going to start on time. So stay safe. <laughs> Stay loved, and don't roll any cursed dice. Good night. Good night.